Good news for all you Heinz Blind Veterans Rehab Center graduates. All of you are invited to join Heinz Blind Veteran Graduate Support Group. Their mission is simple, helping all of you stay connected by using video and messaging apps like Zoom and GroupMe, assisting and encouraging each other and continuing to develop skills together. If you would like more information, contact David King at LarryPolk58 at gmail.com. That's L-A-R-R-Y-P-O-L-K-5-8 at gmail.com. Well, hello, everyone. This is Ray Morales again. And today we have a veteran... His name is Anthony Woodson. Anthony, how are you today? I'm doing fine, Ray. Good, good. So tell me about yourself. Where are you from? All right. Um, originally, I was, uh, I was, uh, I'm from South Carolina. I currently live in Illinois. I see. And whereabouts in Illinois? Uh, I live about 45 minutes south of Chicago. Gotcha. Okay. And, uh, so what branch of the service were you in? I served in the uh, U.S. Army from 1984 to 1996. Okay. And what was your position there? What did you do? I was an intel analyst. I uh, finished up as a senior intel analyst. Wow. Okay. That's an important job. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, the title sounds good, but we're no more than paper pushers. <laughs> okay. Um, so did you enjoy it? Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I got to travel a lot. I had, uh, in 14 years, I had uh, six, seven assignments, which is one reason why I decided to get out. Okay, you worked to death? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would go to um, Korea, and I'd come back from Korea, get sent back to Korea. <laughs> Constantly on TDY. Um, no, no. Oh. Permanent station. Permanent station, had, okay. Yeah, I had uh, four years in Korea. Gotcha. In the 14 years. What, did you learn the language? Uh, yeah, I, the numbers, I took courses, but the language, it's a difficult language. Yeah, that's what I hear. Uh, my grandson is in uh, Taekwondo, and they, every, they talk in Korean the whole time. Okay. So uh, he's he's learned a few things, but I don't think he's fluent by no means. No, no, no. I knew the basics of the basic conversation things, the counting to uh, four or five. Hello, good morning, thank you. Enough to get you in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you are um, visually impaired, I assume. Yes, I am. Can you tell me a little bit about that? When did it happen and exactly what what were you diagnosed with? Okay. Um, in the military, I went to Somalia. And um, before we deployed, we were given uh, malaria pills that we were supposed to take while we were there. Um, the malaria drug that we were given, um, it's not approved by the FDA. Um, and um, when I took the drug, it caused me um, problems because my blood type, I'm not supposed to have sulfur-related drugs, and the malaria drug contains sulfur. Um, 
my eyesight it gradually uh, went to the point where I could only see uh, blur. Um, at that point, I started going to, to the eye doctor. Um, the eye doctor uh, sent me to the lighthouse of Chicago uh, to see a doctor by the name of Stephen Fisher. I went and saw, uh, I'm sorry, Fisherman. I went to saw, went and saw him, and he determined that I had what you call West Nile virus. Uh, it's a, um, it's something that's um, caused by the, the sulfur uh, in the in, in interacting with your uh, blood. Gotcha. Um, Dr. Fishman, after he found out that I've served in the military, he sent me over to uh, Heinz VA. And uh, ever since I've been going to Heinz VA, and that, I first went in uh, 2013, so eight years ago. Okay. So how, how'd you enjoy your experience there? At Heinz? Yes. Oh, uh, Heinz. Heinz is a lot lifesaver because when I went, I was at the point where I didn't want to do anything, didn't want to go out because, you know, I, I was having a hard time dealing with uh, losing the eyesight, losing my driver's license. Right. So I just kind of vegetated and um, a good friend of mine um, told me about the uh, blind, blind rehab program. So I decided to call him and check it out and uh, I decided on going and I went and I had the time of my life I got to meet other people that were going through the same thing that I'm going through and people um, that were less fortunate than me they uh, lost their sight uh, totally and um, just being there seeing a uh, total blind guy come in uh, not knowing how to get around but at the end of the week, these guys, they were walking around with no assistance at all. Um, so, you know, it was kind of inspiring. It right. inspired me to, um, you know, make the best best of my time there. Um, and thanks to my time there at the VA, you know, I function um, just, just like any other person does. I kayak, I ski. I'm going hunting this coming weekend. Um, those are things that I've learned going through blind rehab. That um, there's there's still a will a way to do things as long as you have the will. Um, you just have to uh, do it adaptive. Right. Wow. So um, I'm interested in this hunting thing. How do you do that if you can't see? Um. Well, uh, they they have some type of. Uh, some type of device that they hook up to your cell phone uh -huh. and it serves as your site I'm, I'm interested to see oh. uh, the guy the guy at the um, the uh, foundation he explained it to me um, I'm just uh, I just just can understand exactly how it works but um, let's see it hooks up to your um, cell phone uh-huh and uh, it gives us the sight. He did say that uh, when he has a uh, total blind guys out there, um, they have the have the uh, 
animal in their view and uh whenever they think the guy should pull the uh trigger they tap him on the shoulder oh okay well yeah. that's cool yeah i had uh i had just bought a brand new shotgun i was in uh, south dakota and uh that's when i i became blind out there and okay so i never just never recently? got no this was uh okay. back in uh 2012 Okay. And, um, but yeah, that's, um, that's what I've been dealing with. It just, it happened because I had a stroke and I had uh, total kidney failure at the same time. Oh, wow. And I was in the hospital for three months. Um, when I woke up, they had me in a coma for the first, uh, two weeks. And, uh, when I woke up, I was totally blind. But, okay. uh, my vision has come back uh, a little bit since then. Uh, but uh, it's as good as it's going to get, they tell me. And I, can, okay. I can't see anything from my waist down. Oh, well. Yeah, it's like somebody I, drew a line across my eyeball, and I can't see anything from there down, you know. Yeah, I, my vision, I can see around two or three feet in front of me without it going blurry. Uh-huh. Okay, that's... Uh, that's not perfect, but it's not bad. I'm uh, no, it's not bad. Like I said, I'm I'm fortunate. Right. Uh, it really killed me when I had to give up my di my driver's license. No, that's the toughest thing. Driving up, uh, giving up the driver's license. Yeah. And um, I'm a member of an organization called the Blind Veterans Association. Uh huh. Uh, one of the issues that they're looking at is. Uh, transportation for uh, blinded television uh, vets. Okay. Um, yeah, the, the BVA, I'll give a plug on their website. Sure. BVA.org um, is their website. Um, you can go there and find out uh, everything you need to know about this organization. Uh, we're an organization of blinded veterans helping blinded veterans. And I, when I say helping, I'm not just throwing that out there um people actually do help each other um the blind the community is real close um if you know one person that person probably knows somebody that you know um we take care of each other uh during the pandemic uh we did wellness card calls around to our members i'm actually the president of the illinois chapter blind veterans association oh cool uh, so uh, we reach out to our veterans. We try to keep them informed. And um, like I said, we blind veterans help blinded veterans. Right. Well, you can add me to your list because uh, I live in Illinois. You do? Okay, great. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, maybe we'll uh, get out on some of those uh, trips that you take, hunting trips and things like that. Yeah. Are you a member? No, I'm not a member. I have to... Oh. Send me some information on it. Sure. I'm sure our, our listeners don't want to hear about this right now, the, the ins and outs of that, but uh, unless they're from Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, the, the name of that is the Blind Veterans Association? Yes. Blinded Veterans Association. Dot Association. Org. And their website is BVA. Org. Okay, that's a good plug for them. 
So um, let me talk to you a little bit more about your situation. Um, so right now, what do you do for um, for fun other than uh, go hunting and things like that? Well, I volunteer with the American Red Cross um, with a branch called the uh, Service to the Armed Forces. These are the people that uh, take care of notifying soldiers if they're overseas or at duty station stateside that a relative has passed. Uh-huh. Uh, we're not actually the person that calls to give the, the message. Uh, we're like a follow-up. We call to make sure that um, they were contacted and find out if they have any, any problems. Right, or if they have special needs. Yeah, if they have any special needs. Uh, we also provide um, loans to uh, retired um, uh, disabled veterans. If you're, reti you're a retired veteran or disabled veteran, mm -hmm. um, you can call the Red Cross if you need a, a, uh, need a loan for an emergency. Uh-huh. Uh, that's a good service. Uh, it helps a lot. Yeah, I'm sure the Red, it does. Red Cross, there they have a, a pretty big, pretty big uh, part in the military. They do a lot of things for the military. Well, they've been around forever. Yeah. Yes, they've been around forever. So, Great organization. Yeah, it's not just giving blood, people. They they do other things for you. Oh yeah, yeah. So um. Yeah, I I do that. I I um golf. Okay. Um, uh, we just had the National Veterans uh, Golf Clinic in uh, in Riverside, Iowa, in September. Okay. And uh, I went there, and it was a great time. It's sponsored uh, by the um, VA and DVA, or DAV. DAV, right? Yeah. Disabled veterans. For those of you yeah, who don't yeah. know, so yeah, I, I try to get out on as many outings as, as I can, uh -huh. just to keep myself occupied. Right. Um, the good thing about the volunteering with the Red Cross is uh, you can do that from anywhere. Right. Uh, because you, they give you a password and give you an email account. You can log into their system, and you actually. Uh, can pull down the cases that you you're able to uh work on okay cool so that's that's something to do isn't it yeah yeah it's something to do yeah so how did it work during the the pandemic um did that kind of stifle you in some ways um not really um a lot well the v itself went to uh, a video platform for appointments right and the um, blind rehab center, uh, they started having different types of sessions. Our rec therapist at uh, Heinz, Melissa Winters, uh, she developed a uh, training program, a, a three to four time a week program. Uh, we meet for about an hour and she's partnered with um, the Chicago Park District, Dare to Try, which is an organization for individual individuals with disabilities, and um, the other um, guys, I can't I can't think of the name. Adaptive Adventures. Okay. 
think you're killing me for forgetting who they are. <laughs> yeah, they, these are all organizations that cater to um, both veterans and um, civilians with uh, disabilities. Gotcha. Um, they uh, partnered with Melissa, and she developed a training program. Um, the program lasts um, for about an hour each day, and we do one day we'll do strength training, one day we'll do stretching, one day we'll do um, cardio, one day we'll do yoga, uh, just a variety of stuff. And it's it's been a, a great opportunity. Um, people, we have people as far as way as Kansas, as far as way as we have one, one guy from Puerto Rico that dials in. So we kind of maintain the community throughout the pandemic. I see. So, um, what uh, what do you see uh, in your future? What do you um, you going to continue with your volunteer work? And uh, yes, yes, I'm going to continue with my volunteer work. I'm thinking thinking about going back to school. Uh-huh. I'm going through the process with voc rehab right now. So, depending on how that works out. Uh, Hopefully, I'll be back in school next year. Gotcha. And uh, what are you going to go for? What kind of degree are you going to go for? Well, I, I'm looking at the um, business leadership. Okay. Degree? Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at a. Um, I, I've got a um, master's in leadership, and I'm going to uh, shoot for my doctorate in uh, business leadership. Oh, okay. So I'll have to call you doctor from now on. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No, I'm, I, I'm uh, known as uh, Tony or Trouble Tony. <laughs> trouble Tony? Yeah. Or, yeah did I you say trouble or travel? Travel. Oh, travel. Yeah, yeah. So, um, what do you what do you plan on doing after, uh, after you get your degree? And you're going to look for... Uh, a position somewhere? Uh, yes, yes. I'd like to go into the uh, teaching, part-time teaching, uh-huh. uh, counseling. Have you considered working for the VA? Um, yes, yes, I have. Um, but I, I've known people that worked there for. Uh, short periods of time and decided to venture on. It just wasn't for them. No, it just wasn't wasn't for them. Gotcha. Um, well, I tell you, they are a dedicated bunch there. I, yes, they are. I they can are. attest to that. I had some really good teachers when I was there. Oh yeah, that they, they. Did you go to Heinz? Yes, I was at Heinz. Uh, okay. I was there during the pandemic, and we were locked down. Okay, wow. Yeah, it was different, everyone tells me. They say, you need to come back when we're not on lockdown. Yes, yes, I um, I was there, I, I've been there four times. Oh, wow. And, uh, let's see, the first time I went there, um, we, we pretty, after classes were over, we'd take off and go, on, go downtown to Chicago. Uh-huh. <laughs> We navigate ourselves around, um, which was fun because you know we got to work on our um, 
mobility skills while we were down there. Right. Yeah. So when it came time for our instructors to take us downtown, we said, oh, we've already been down there. Let's go somewhere else. <laughs> uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, the mobility training was uh, wonderful. Boy. Yeah. It, it was ten, I went 10 years, 10 years ago, and um, there are people that uh, I was in that class with that I still keep in contact with. That's what I hear. Uh, everybody hangs, uh, keeps yeah, contact yeah. with each other long after they've been. And yeah. I do the same. I have uh, several people that I call on a regular basis just to check up on them. They'll do a little welfare check. Right. Well, that's that's good. And uh, this this whole um, podcast started because of Heinz. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I thought, man, I, I'm inspired by these teachers that uh, have sacrificed a lot um, to do what they do, and I said, I, I want to do something with that I can I can do to help out, and uh, I figured let's let's try this. And the first uh, 15 interviews that I, that I did were from people that uh, I was in classes with at Heinz, and um, so it was it was impressive. I thought that. Uh, they could they could share their stories and and get the message out about Heinz and uh, let other people even sighted people know that this is even exists because I didn't know that that place existed. Okay. Right, it, what's up to us is spread the word. Yeah. Um, if I could say one last thing about Heinz, I'd say uh, that place it's a life changer. Um, a lot of guys don't want to go there simply because. They don't want to be in an environment where they're uh, they're living in a room in a dorm uh, situation, right. dorm cell situation. Um, a lot of guys, that's the only reason that they don't want to go. But if you um, decide to venture out, that place will be life changing. Exactly. You'll come home doing things that you didn't think you could do. Right. Right. There were guys that I was in there with that uh, didn't want to go uh, for years. They kept turning it down when uh, they were offered a chance to go because they didn't feel they uh, they were blind enough. They okay. thought, you know, I'm not. I don't need it. You know, let's send somebody there that's really blind. You know, guys are walking into walls. I don't walk into walls. Why do I need to go there? That was just right. their mentality. But once they went. They understood it's not just for guys that walk into walls. It's for guys that can't see underneath their feet. <laughs> and uh, guys that can't uh, can't read a book because their their eyesight is so bad. And uh, there's tools for them, you know. And that's what I learned was that there's so many different tools out there for different types of blindness. Yeah. And not everyone that's blind is the same kind of blindness. Right, there's a lot of stuff out there. Right. Um, I don't know if you received the uh, resource handbook while you were at Heinz. Yes, I did. You did. It's uh, probably about 15, 20 pages mm -hmm. of different resources for uh, blinded personnel. Um, that's probably one of the best documents that you, that you can get uh, because you, you go to that list um it's uh, categorized by uh, by a, a title of uh, like music, um, education, 
uh, has different categories of things that uh, you may be interested in. And there's a section of music. Uh-huh. Uh, you can go there and find um, different types of uh, how to play guitar, uh, how to play piano blind. Right. So there's a wealth of information on that resource guide. So uh, Veterans Day is coming up, and um, how how do you typically celebrate Veterans Day? Uh, well, I usually uh, go out. Uh, they usually have a um, Veterans Day meal at the um, local restaurant, but that restaurant went out of business uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> during the pandemic. Right. Um, That's a shame. This year, uh, on Friday... I leave for uh, Indianapolis, where we're going uh, hunting. Okay. So uh, that 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 will be a great experience. I'll be with other vets out hunting on Veterans Day. Wonderful. Well, that's good. I uh, I just want to give a shout out to all of our veterans that are out there listening. That um, I thank you for your service, every one of you. And again, Anthony, I thank you for your service. Okay, thank you. Thank you. And I echo all of what you said. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell me a little bit about you when you were growing up. Where did you grow up, you said? I grew up in a, a small town of around 75,000 people, Anderson, South Carolina. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. That's a college there, isn't it? Yes, it's about 12 miles from Clemson. Everybody's heard of Clemson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I grew up there... Um, with the exception of one year, my father uh, was transferred to uh, Nova Scotia. Oh, wow. I lived in Nova Scotia, Canada for a year. And uh, it was a great experience. Uh-huh. It was a great experience. Uh, I um, graduated high school. I went to college, got my degree. But my degree was in soccer and tennis. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't a very good academic student. <laughs> What? So I got, I finished college. I moved to uh, Washington D.C. I got a job as a community organizer. Uh-huh. <laughs> that went over well, and uh, you know I found that my parents were supplementing my uh, monthly income. So I said, I don't want to do this. They pay for college. I decided to enlist in the army. I went into the army, Fort Jackson, South Carolina. Um, and that's where it all started. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, you said, how long were you in the army? Uh, 14 years. Oh, okay. Why'd you decide to get out? Well, uh, like I said, I was on my sixth assignment and I came down the orders for the UAE. Kept only being there for 18 months. Uh-huh. And I decided... Hey, it's time to go. <laughs> I I'm, I'm I had the son. I think my son was about uh, probably about ten or eleven then, uh-huh. and I was missing out on a lot. Right. I, said, hey, I can't I can't do that, um, because you know I I'd had four years four years of career, uh, three years in Europe, <laughs> and then they were turning around sending me to the UAE. Right. Uh, no, just wasn't a good idea. So I ETS and I got my uh, first job 
I was assistant manager at um, Hartsville Atlanta International Airport. Uh-huh. Um, I worked there for two years, two years, three years. And then I um, landed the job here in Chicago. It's a lot more money. And uh, I was, I wasn't young, but I was... <laughs> ready to I was ready to leave Atlanta so I came up to the job in Chicago and I worked um, in Chicago for 13 years until my eyesight started going down where did you work in Chicago I worked at a company called US Equities um, it's a real estate management company oh, okay we managed um, a high-rise in downtown Chicago sweet so um, did you enjoy that work yeah, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I got to interact a lot with the ten, tenants. I was a uh, life safety director for the building. Uh-huh. And I got to interact with the tenants on uh, fire drills and um, active shooter drills, different types of things uh-huh. like that, yeah. Oh, so cool. it was fun. Plus, we had a... Um, the Chicago Board of Elections was located in the building. So... Um, we always had a fun time doing election time. Oh. <laughs> I bet, especially in Chicago, right? Yeah, we had a lot of trucks pulling up to the dock because yeah, it's um, it's a big county. Cook yeah. County is a big county, right? So, um, so go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to ask you, um, what we what did you have to do with the when the trucks pulled up? What, were you unloading uh, the voting machines, or what was that? Uh, no, no. We just had to make sure that they were able to get in. Um, get in. Uh, we we managed the building. Okay. Um, so, we, no, we had to make sure the elevators were um, set to only go to certain floors. Um, uh, we made sure that the premises was secure. We had the Chicago police there. Um and we're basically there to um, to a- answer the calls of anything they needed. Okay. Well, that sounds interesting. Yeah. So, how'd you like Chicago? It was it was a big change for me. Uh, growing up in the South, whenever it snows, you don't go to work. You don't go anywhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not in Chicago, though. No, no. Uh, I think one winter they had 15, 16 inches of snow, and uh, people were still going to work. That blew your mind, didn't it? Yeah, it did. No more off days. <laughs> or snow days. I'm sure you got used to it, though. Yes, yes. I got used to it. Yeah, I still haven't gotten used to it. Okay, where are you originally from? Originally, I'm from Texas. Okay. Yeah, when it yeah. snows, they shut everything down. Nobody knows how to drive out there. Yeah, that's a beautiful place. My yeah. son, uh, he's in the Air Force, uh-huh. and he's stationed uh, in Wichita Falls. Yeah, that's where I was at. Oh, really? Yeah, I was, uh, yeah. I was there. Uh, I went to high school there, and yeah. uh, when I got out of high school, I uh, joined the Air Force. And uh, they okay. sent me, sent me back to Wichita Falls for my 
tech school training. Okay. Then I went um, to Shepard. No, I went to um, Scott Air Force Base in Illinois. Okay. Which is down around Belleville. Yes, that's where my son's trying to. He, he's trying to get there. Next station, yes. Uh, well, good luck to him. Um, <laughs> it used to be back when you got a state, you got stationed there. You didn't go anywhere else, and. But I guess it depends on your career field these days. Okay. So what is his career field? Uh, he's an instructor. Oh, okay. For, um... Yeah. Uh, uh, for, um... Uh, is it avionics? I yes, think it is. avionics. Okay. And then they, yeah. they got sub-series sub, uh, of uh, different types. You know, you have your hydraulics. You have all different... Uh, you know, mechanical, and then it keeps going, breaking down from there. Yeah, he, well, he was a crew chief on a uh, C-130. Oh, okay. Uh, to, to the job. Right, I knew a bunch of those guys. Okay. Uh, I was also yeah. stationed at Pope, and they, they were, they had a bunch of 130s out there. And they, they, uh, they lended support to the Army when they needed jumps. The Airborne out there needed to jump. They flew them in the 130s. Okay. Yeah, it's a nice little city. I was out there three weeks ago. Oh, and yeah. Fayetteville? Wichita Falls. Oh, Wichita Falls? Yeah, it's grown yeah. a lot since I was there. Yeah. I wouldn't even recognize it. I was there last, um, well, besides high school and tech school, I was there um, for my job, my civilian job. I was a... Uh, supervisor or for a uh, national painting company okay and we we did the uh, striping and all kinds of painting out there at shepherd so uh i've been there several times off and on through the years and it okay. has changed a whole lot yes yes yeah that's what i was doing when i was in south dakota when i i had my stroke and i lost my vision then I was, okay we were painting the flight line out there. And uh, I just started walking funny, and uh, I told my wife, I said, I think I need to go to the doctor. So uh, I set up an appointment, went, and he said, you need to go to the hospital right now. Evidently, my blood pressure was through the roof. And so they sent me there, and next thing I know, I'm in, in uh, admitted to the hospital, and then I had a stroke while I was in there. And then I, uh, they put me in a, coma to um, lower my blood pressure and when I woke up out of the coma I was blind so what they said was that my optical nerve uh, was damaged because of the stroke and also uh, part of my brain um, so that's why I hum and haw a lot I'm trying to find the right words to say there's a little bit of brain damage there because of that stroke otherwise I'm in good shape <laughs> Well, you'd never know it. You're doing a great job. Well, thank you. I try not to show it. Um, <laughs> it took me about three and a half months to learn how to talk and walk again. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I was in this dinky little hospital in South Dakota, and um, then I got to transfer back home. Um, it was it was an ordeal. It was a life changer, you know? Yes. Yes, it is. But it wasn't um, job-related or work-related, um, how do I say it, 
military related, so I couldn't okay. get compensation from the VA. But because it is, I was classified catastrophic. I get all my um, my drugs and my um, medical care with no okay, no copays. Yeah, that's wonderful. They were life changer and lifesaver. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, the price of drugs in these days. Oh, especially the anti rejection drugs that I'm on for my kidney. Okay. Yeah, they gave me a new kidney. I got a transplant. Well, it was used, but new to me. So that's good. I'll be on those uh, the rest of my life, the anti-rejection drugs. Okay. So the VA has been very good to me, and I try to give back and be good to them, too. Okay, yeah, they are a, a great organization. Mm -hmm. um, you hear a lot of negative about the VA, but uh, you won't hear anything negative from me. Nor, nor me. Transportation. <laughs> <laughs> well... The DAV down where I live, the DAV does have a, a transport service that goes back and forth to your appointments for you if you need it. I don't yeah. know. I don't yeah, know up, I, about up where you're at. I can check. I can check into that. Um, I currently use the patient travel from VA. Oh, okay. Which is a. Um, um, they're not employees of the VA. They're right. a contracted company with the VA. Oh, okay. And uh, I've, I've worked contracts before, and I understand that contracts always take the lowest bidder. Right. <laughs> like I always tell my bosses, you get what you paid for. <laughs> exactly. Right. So, you know, there's, there's issues with them. Um, a lot of vets have issues with them, but... Um, just got to keep in perspective that, hey, they're coming to get you, pick you up. Right. Take to the VA. It's not costing you anything. Yep, that's that's a good thing. Because most the transportation issue, that's something that uh, I think that's, that hits all, all of us that have lost our uh, vision. Right. I'm fortunate that my wife, uh, she carries me back and forth to my appointments. And uh, I'm also fortunate that we have a, a VA satellite out here, really about five minutes from the house. So, oh, okay. Yes, yeah. That's good. So, I don't have to go all the way to St. Louis every time I need to go to a VA appointment. I just go okay. out there about once a year, pretty much. You're down near Springfield? St. Louis. Yeah. I'm we're, sorry? We're right across the river from St. Louis. Okay. Yeah, we're about uh, 45 minutes south of Springfield. Okay. Yeah, it's just a hop, skip, and a jump over there. Well, uh, I, yeah, I'd like to talk to you about the BVA offline. Uh, we're trying to get um, as many people, as many um, blinded veterans as possible from uh, the lower part of the state involved in uh, what goes on statewide. Right. Well, I'm I'm totally down with that. I just uh, my past experience with Chicagoland is uh, they don't even think anything below uh, Springfield exists in the state of <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
there's a what what I'd like to do is um, as I said I'm the president of the Illinois uh, regional group. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'd like to break that down into subgroups and have like three areas: the uh, the north, south, and the uh, the the mid uh, Illinois. Break them down into um, uh, each each into a little group, and um, have uh, each each group have officers uh-huh. uh, that report back up to um, the uh, main group here in um, the Chicago area. Uh, but if we could do that, uh, we could uh, organize a, a lot of different things. Uh, we could. Um, have like different types of uh, events uh, throughout the year. A lot of states, Georgia, one they have like a national. They have their state divided in, into three sections, and they have a uh, statewide convention each year where they bring in vendors. Uh-huh. Um, they have educational seminars, um, uh, social social time, uh, but. Uh, that's something that I'd like to see happen here in the state of Illinois. Yeah, that'd be great. Together and bring bring in the vendors and um, organizations or groups like yours. Right. Um, I think that would uh, really help the uh, blinded veterans. Well, that sounds like a plan. Uh, we'll have to talk a little bit longer after this is over. Um, okay. And we're we're getting up on around forty five minutes, so I want to cut it off at forty five, and uh, we'll just uh, continue on there. So we got a few more minutes. Let's uh, okay. let's chat about something you'd like to talk about. Um, what 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 would you like to say that I haven't asked you about? Um, let's see, adaptive sports. Okay. Can we cover that. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. But go ahead. Um, I, I can't emphasize enough um, how valuable those things are. Um, adaptive sports, skiing, for example. You might say that I can't ski, I'm blind. Right. But they have techniques. Uh, the people at these foundations, they're trained to help uh, uh, blinded individuals learn how to ski. Um, you might not be able to ski the, the conventional way, but... Um, you know, there, there'll, there'll be an alternative way that you can accomplish that if you want to do it. Uh-huh. Uh, skydiving. Um, I was approached by someone that I wanted to know if I wanted to go skydiving. And I said, well, you know, my vision, um, they do it tethered. So there's you, you're not actually following yourself by yourself. You have somebody tethered or um, attached Tandem. to you. Yeah. Yeah, Tandem. Yeah. Yeah, the the hunting events. Um, like I said, the blind people um, att- attend the hunting sessions. Right. Um, all these different things uh, that are out there, kayaking. Um, we have uh, five blinded vets that kayak the Grand Canyon. Uh, oh, my. Three years ago. Um, there's this, it, it's unlimited the things that you can do as a blinded person um the only thing i haven't seen anything on is tennis and i hear they're working on being able to do that that'd be kind of a hard one that ball moves pretty quick (laughs) yeah yeah it does (laughs) 
Yeah, I, or baseball. You know, I, I used to love playing baseball and softball. Yeah. Can't do that anymore. I mean, I can get up there and swing the bat, but if they, if I somebody threw a beaner at me, I probably wouldn't be able to move out of the way. I wouldn't right. see it coming, you know? Well, I, I hear they're working um, on um, the uh, the virtual reality glasses. Right. They're starting to integrate that into uh, therapy at the VA. And um, I was told that... Uh, You'd, you'd be able to do whatever, go in and do whatever you like to do. If you like baseball, you could go in and do uh, baseball through the virtual reality yeah. classes. That might, that'll be pretty neat. That'll be fun, yeah. It's not the same, though, I don't think, but it'll be fun. It'll be like uh, playing a video game. Yes, they're creating a lot of stuff out there. Um, I heard a, a guy speak at our uh, national convention in September, and he said uh, this is probably one of the best times to be blind because <laughs> uh, they keep yeah they keep coming up with uh, new things like right. the Orcam. Oh uh, yeah, I've got one yeah, of those. Do you have one? Yeah, I, okay. I like it a lot. <laughs> yeah, things like that, uh, and they they just came out with a new version. Do you have the? Uh, or Cam Reed? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think it is the Reed. Which, the which one's the handheld one? The handheld one? Yeah. Is the Reed. Oh, no, I don't have that one. I have the one that yeah. attaches to your glasses. Yeah, they have the handheld one, and you just give them uh, over the book, and it right. reads it. You don't have to focus or anything with your glasses. You can just scan uh, over the document. Right. No, I got the, old, the older one where you have to... Put the the glasses on and then uh, tap the side, and it takes a, a picture of it and it reads it to you. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna tell you what we're gonna wrap up now. We're at 45 minutes, so man, I really appreciate you talking to you. And um, like I said, we're gonna have to talk later. Uh, okay. I'd, I'd like to get involved in that um, somehow. Um, and, um, okay, we'd love to have you. All right. And uh, thanks for giving me the opportunity to tell my story. Well, yeah, I'm glad you did. And uh, I hope that everybody out there who's listening uh, really appreciates you. And uh, folks, when you're, when you're listening to this program, um, you can show your appreciation by liking it, following it. Um, also, you can, uh, if you have any questions for Anthony, uh, you can just send them to the the, the podcast here at The Blind Spot. Um, shoot, give me a minute. It's here. It's right on the tip of my tongue. The Blind Spot 298 at gmail.com. All lowercase, The Blind Spot 298 at gmail.com. And just send me your questions and I'll get them to Anthony and we'll get them on the air and uh, we'll send, send those out there. Make a special episode about questions. I listen to a lot of podcasts, Anthony, and uh, they, there's a few out there that do a question and answer type thing where the people just mail in their questions and uh, the host will read the question on the air. And so that's what I'm trying to do now is get interest enough in this that people will send in their questions. Oh, yes, yes. Um, 
I'm all for helping other veterans that have have issues. Right. So I hope Someone's that there to help me. Yeah, I hope that uh, through this we can we can get that word out there and uh, also if you if you can spread the word with your organization about this podcast and uh, then we can uh, get more people listening and they'll tell their friends they'll tell their friends and it'll keep going and going. So, okay, I will do. All right. Uh, we have a Facebook Facebook page. I'll put it on our uh, Facebook page. Okay, and um, I will also send you. Uh, my email address. Um, okay. And my personal email address. That one's for the blind spot, but I do I do check it every day. So um, if you happen to send me, or you can just send me a text message with the information. Either way, you want to do it. Um, you got my number. And uh, for those of you listening, um, again, the blind spot two ninety eight at gmail dot com. That's the email address you can send and. I will answer it personally and uh, get back to you as soon as I can. All right. Well, I'm going to wrap this up for today. Um, those, those, yeah. Just hang on, Anthony, and I'll talk to you in a second. I'm just going to wrap it up over here. All right, folks. This has been another episode of The Blind Spot by Ray Morales. So just tune in every week, and there'll be a new episode with a new veteran telling his life story. So um, thank you all. If you want to contact us, you have the email address. I've given it several times, but I'll give it one more time. That is theblindspot298 at gmail.com. All right, well, have a great day, and have a wonderful Veterans Day. Until next time. Good news for all you Heinz Blind Veterans Rehab Center graduates. All of you are invited to join Heinz Blind Veteran Graduate Support Group. Their mission is simple, helping all of you stay connected by using video and messaging apps like Zoom and GroupMe, assisting and encouraging each other and continuing to develop skills together. If you would like more information, contact David King at LarryPolk58 at gmail.com. That's L-A-R-R-Y-P-O-L-K-5-8 at gmail.com.